0: There are two recent articles that point to everything we've been warning about in terms of the mRNA injections, Uh, what I call immunological derangement. And what I mean by that is our immune system's made crazy. There's other phrases for that. That's the one I like. And what we're seeing in these two studies is an antibody in our bodies called IgG4, is beginning to show up. Now, why is this disconcerting? Well, after the injection, this particular antibody is taking over. Why is that disconcerting? It's disconcerting because its job is to have your body tolerate things in your body. That's its job. It's how your body responds To exposure to stuff it needs to tolerate, like bee venom, pollen, or peanut proteins? Things that can give you allergies. They're not going to kill you. Your body needs to learn to tolerate them. Now, what happens when our bodies post-injection begin to tolerate upper respiratory viruses? Well, People who have been injected become very good at being asymptomatic spreaders. And they themselves can get very sick with things like RSV, but more likely they transmit it to others. Now, there's no way anyone could have ever predicted that something like this could happen. Certainly not way back on May 12th, 2020 in the United States Senate during testimony.
1: Do you get an enhancement? effect. Namely, there have been a number of vaccines, two in particular, dengue and respiratory syncytial virus, when the vaccine induces a suboptimal response. And when a person gets exposed, they actually have an enhanced pathogenesis of the disease, which is always worrisome. So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen.
0: Hmm. Well, I guess someone did see it coming. Let's explore this with the help of Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. No, I mean, right now.
1: The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we shall live. Well, that, that clip was a little unfair because uh, the science has changed. Uh, we've learned that people don't have immune systems. Uh, Captain Fancy Pants, uh, they, we, you can only, uh, immune systems uh, only work as long as you you plugged into a, a 5G, uh, a USB uh, 4 uh, device, Mr. Fancy Pants. You
1: get an enhancement effect. Namely, there have been a number of vaccines, two in particular, dengue and respiratory syncytial virus. When the vaccine induces a suboptimal response, and when a person gets exposed, they actually have an enhanced pathogenesis of the disease, which is always worrisome. So we want to make sure that that doesn't
0: happen. Well, guess what? They actually knew it was happening. <laughs> or no, uh, early on, Pfizer and Moderna knew it was happening. That's some funny, funny stuff. You're going to want to make sure that you got the Substack for this episode. It's substack.com. Uh, what is it? No, it's, it's the Todd Herman Show.substack.com. It's also linked in the show notes. It's on the Todd Herman Show.com. Because people ask for the COVID proof. Well, here's a lot of the COVID proof. And uh, the thesis of this here show is that the kill off is afoot. Now, let's just review. We were told it was going to be two weeks to flatten the curve. And at the time, there were many of us who said, this is not going to be two weeks. We're never going to go back to normal. There were a lot of us who said that. When the woke baths came along, there were a lot of us who said, these can't possibly stop a virus. And how do we determine that? By doing quick research and reading about the Spanish flu and reading about the discovery there that even when sheriffs could shoot you dead for not wearing a face covering, that didn't stop the virus. In fact, more people died from viral pneumonia from wearing those stinking dirty face diapers on their mugs all day long than died from the flu itself. So we were right about masks. We were right about two weeks to flatten the curve. That was a lie. We were right about masks. That was a lie. We said that the lockdowns wouldn't stop the flu, and it didn't. And then when the mRNA injections came along and people operating on instinct, me, said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. You're going to force, you're going to hijack people's bodies and cause them to create something poisonous to the body. So you're not actually providing a dead, you know, inert portion of the virus against which the body can build antibodies. You're actually uh, hijacking people's genes and causing them to produce a poison to the body. How could that possibly not lead to a derangement of the immune system? Then you had other people pointing out early on that, hey, this is like Merrick's disease. They did this with chickens. A a leaky vaccine, and it destroyed a whole generation of chickens. And then you had the uh, filings, the SAC filings, where they were saying, ah, this isn't going to stop transmission or infection. So we were right about that. It is three years since the woke masks and the lockdowns. And people are finally catching up. Now, I'm not applying to myself any great bit of intelligence on this, not at all. Glory go to God for allowing us to apply our skepticism on this and for research to exist. But what it really is, is the willingness to speak the things that are not to be spoken. That's what this really is. Is we are willing to say things that are not to be spoken and that people had warned me all day long, you're going to end your radio career. Well, no, we're back to a weekend national radio show and a podcast, and there are no speech codes, so that didn't happen. There's a name I want you to put in your mind. Her name is uh, was Danielle My Cabana. I want you to think about Danielle My Cabana. Just think about that name, and I'm going to tell you what happened to this six-year-old girl in just a second. Uninjected, unafraid, and unowned. The Todd Herman Show. One of the reasons that we get to be unowned is by the partnership uh, with Bulwark Capital Management at KnowYourRiskRadio.com. And that is with my friend, Zach Abraham, my friend and brother, Zach Abraham. And Zach allows us to do that because early on he invested uh, in the show, Not, not in terms of owning equity in the show. We didn't do that. But what Zach did is he put his dollars to play. To say I'm going to want to meet the audience that uh, that joins the cast, and I'm going to want to be with them. And why did he do that? Because Zach believed in what we were going to do. That's why he did it. He was first in in that regard. And well, I should say, uh, Major Creative Media out of Seattle was first in, and they brought Zach in. Zach is also a, a dear friend. So Zach is a chief investment officer, and he says things that are not to be said, like we do on COVID. And on election integrity. Zach says things like, the financial system is, in fact, rigged. So you know that feeling in your gut? We talked about this last hour, that people had this sense that, hey, something seems weird. It's not just bias with the media. Something seems like they're controlled. And it sure seems like uh, Silicon Valley um, is controlled, and that they're really trying to make us crazy. Well, they were, Uh, and they still are. And Zach says things like, and he's been saying it for eight or nine years, you know what, you can't continue to do zero interest rate loans uh, to the mobbed-up entities when you're charging other people skyrocketing rates. He talked about the inflationary environment, and a lot of this had to do with the rigging of the system. It was Zach a couple years back saying, wow, you know, these things like FTX, they seem like frauds. Again, I'm not applying a special intelligence to him. He'd be the first to tell you he's no soothsayer. He is a guy who says the things that are not to be said because he's made himself a promise. Bulwark Capital Management will be all about risk management. How do you manage risk if you don't admit exists? Well, he admits it exists. It's 2023, and I have a question for you. Are, are your financial advisors saying the things that are not to be said? Do they admit the massive risk that exists? If you're 5, 10, even 15 years from retirement and your financial advisors do not speak at this risk, I'm asking you why you're there. Call Bore Capital Management at 866-779-RISK and have them assess your portfolio. And listen, he's met with people and said, you know what? You are pretty good at this on your own. I don't think you need us. That's happened. Okay. And he also says, don't put 100% of your money with us. What if we have a bad year? So call Bulwark Capital Management 866-779-RISK or go to KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC-registered investment advisor. I asked you to think about a name. Uh, The name is Danielle Mai Uh, She was a six-year-old girl member of the Richmond Raven U7 girls hockey team for British Columbia. Now, what do we know about Canada and the injections? This sweet, lovely little gift from God was taken to BC Children's Hospital. Well, that's a danger because Children's Hospital might tell her she's a boy. But something worse happened, and I'm not blaming Children's Hospital for this, although they were one of the big proponents of shoving the mRNA in the kids. She went to the hospital for a flu and then died suddenly. With a massive stroke. A six-year-old. Doctors diagnosed her with myocarditis. That would be a swelling of the little girl's heart. Now one would wonder, are they gonna do an autopsy here? I, I, I wonder if they did an autopsy what what they might find were they to do that autopsy if they were honest what might they find in the little girl's body? So this young boy passed away suddenly. The coroner was forced to do a
2: post-mortem because he was found dead at home at the age of 30. The family then asked us to embalm him. So we started the embalming process. And as we looked in his arteries to put the
3: pump nozzle in, we can't get the nozzle in there because all his arteries are blocked up.
0: So my embalmer gets a pair of tweezers and he pulls at this obstruction And he pulls, and he pulls. And he pulls out an 18-inch white, fibrous material from the man's body. These have been found now to be as long as a person's leg. They have never before appeared. No one in the Mockingbird media is talking about this. Are they going to do autopsies? You heard John O'Looney, great, great heroic man who came on this program from the UK. Great heroic man. Um, they're not doing autopsies. Often in the UK, they burn the bodies before they can do autopsies. Will an autopsy be done in the case of this little girl? What about in the case of Cormac Scanlon? Cormac Scanlon was also a hockey player and both of these young people looked incredibly healthy. And this young man looked to be the very peak of youth and health. Teen hockey player, just like the little girl. He was 16 years old from a Minnesota high school. He played hockey there. It was on Christmas Day, and he underwent emergency surgery for a stroke caused by a rare condition that mostly affects children. Huh. What they said is that he had a rare uh, blood vessel disorder. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Perhaps that's the case. It says that the artery becomes narrowed or blocked. Okay. That may be the case. It wouldn't make it any more tragic. Well, it would make it less tragic. Not for the family that has lost this this lovely young man. But for society, if it was truly just happenstantial. Now, why would I even wonder if it's happenstantial? Well, because John O'Looney is not alone from Died Suddenly.
4: Back around November of last year, of 2021, people were asking me, well, how many people are having these strange clots? And I didn't have a very good answer for it. So starting in November, I started making notations of whether or not the person was um, clotted or not or vaccinated my green is people that i've been verified are vaccinated yellow typically is somebody that has smaller clots and the orange is somebody that had more significant clots the clots that are uh, really kind of concerning to me i have it dated for the quarter. i mean numbered by the quarter so the entire quarter i had about 130 yeah only thir- almost 14 percent had no significant clotting um, a lot of the substances that I'm seeing are stuff that looks pretty much its this white fibrous stuff. Now, instead of calling them blood clots, I try to refer to them as white fibrous clots or white fibrous structures.
0: How they do that because it's not blood. These are not blood clots. It has been described as almost like skin growing in people's veins and arteries. And there's a mechanism for this. In a, in a Japanese study, they looked at these injections causing misfolding hemoglobin in the body. Okay, but that's just two cases. And in this point, we don't know that they were injected. There is that producer uh, who died of a heart attack. No, 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 not not that young man. Oh, you're thinking I'm talking about Dax Treas? Yes, he died of a heart attack. He was 37. He was in pristine physical shape. Uh, Looked like a diet fanatic and a workout fanatic to me. He was in pristine, lean, active, a lot of lean muscle, slim Now, are they going to do an autopsy in Dax Treyhouse? Because I wasn't talking about Dax. No, I was talking about the other producer at ABC. The other producer in the same industry in a building where everybody had to be injected. This is Erica Gonzalez who died. She a young woman. ABC said all employees had to be injected. And so this young woman has now died suddenly. But those are just some cases. Oh, there is this. There are two siblings. They were 23 and 25 years old, and they died from cardiac arrest. Both of them. 23-year-old sportswoman well-known in the Sicilian city died of cardiac arrest on November 1st after being rushed to a hospital emergency. Her 25-year-old brother had been found dead on September 1st. He'd gone on to take a nap. Initially, his sudden death was speculated to have been from an ingested toxin or an illicit drug. Ultimately, an autopsy determined his cause of death to be cardiac arrest. His friends then revealed he'd been uh, been injected just a few days prior. So, two siblings, Victoria Campo, Italian soccer player, and her brother died. But those are just, just a few cases. So, really, what you're just describing here is some shocking and sad events. There's nothing more to it than that. Well, except there is something more to it than that. There is a lot more to it and the numbers as they say don't lie and it's becoming harder and harder and harder for the party to make them lie you hear what ed dowd has to say about the increase in all cause mortality and update on that the only knee we take is to the lord the todd herman show a healthy cell.com slash todd is the website a lot of people um, over the weekend, write me a note saying, Hey, 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 what is the, the name of the place? It's healthycell.com slash Todd. That is where there is a REM sleep aid, a focus and recall product, uh, product and a daily vitamin. Okay. Wow. Oh, we'll go. So some pills, some, no, no, there's a reason that the founders of healthy cell did not use pills. Why? Because they are almost, there's far too often largely unabsorbable by the body. How could that be? Because some of the little particles are 10 to 100 times too big to absorb. So it's like fine sand in your body. Now you get some of it. But Healthy Cell's microgel technology is 165% more absorbable than these pills in this form, and that means it's 165 percent more efficient for your money. Now I've tried all of them, and I use all of them. Particularly now, the Focus and Recall Project uh, has replaced my afternoon to- my afternoon coffee. Helps me concentrate on tasks, and it was it's, it's uh, it helps me not it helps me do that without having trouble falling asleep. The other thing I like about it is I can't always go grab a cup of coffee or, and I try to limit my monster energy drinks to just before working out because they're not that great for you. But with the healthy self-focus and recall project, uh, product, I can take this anywhere. I simply open the product, squeeze it in my mouth and I consume it. It's ultra absorbent and it has neurotransmitters and um, it has cognitive fuel for the brain antioxidants supports maximal brain function and again it's easy to take and it happens within 30 minutes and no jitters at night i love the rem sleep product and inefficient sleep is really it's you want to talk about disease nutrition and sleep are the foundation of health you don't have those good things and you'll die right you you can eventually die of no sleep or go mad before you die And again, the Microgel technology makes sure that this is so, so easily absorbable. My experience with it is I stay asleep longer. And when I do wake up, I can go back to sleep. And lastly, they're the vitamins. This is literal no-brainer. I don't know how many Americans are taking these vitamins, but I know it's a huge, huge industry. And these uh, Microgel technology, 165% more absorbable. Plus, they don't have all that filler material, that are in the other vitamins, coloring and, and stabilizers. It's all natural. So go to HealthyCell.com slash Todd. That's com slash Todd, and use Todd for 20% off your first order. Again, that's HealthyCell.com slash Todd, promo code Todd, 20% off your first order. Yeah, so those are just some um, some cases, that, and you're just cherry-picking, and you're just trying to freak people out, or... Uh, often I'll get people who say you're just trying to you're trying to fire up your base, like I'm running for office. <laughs> no, I, that's truly you didn't know that. No, I get these criticisms. You're just you're just you're just trying to fire up your base. I don't have a base because I'm not running for office. So we just cherry-picking here. Ed Dowd, former Wall Street analyst for the very evil BlackRock, now doing God's work. Walk me through uh, your latest, sir, on, this, on the breaking the narrative of the
5: vax. Yeah, sure. No problem, Steve. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, my team and I are meeting today to discuss what I'm going to discuss today before we put it on our website. But the bottom line is this. There's a, a very uh, distinct relationship between disabilities and the vaccine uptake. Uh, Since February of 21, uh, the uh, employed population of our country has been basically poisoned. That's what the numbers suggest. And the uh, correlation in the increase in disability rate is about Uh, 0.90 for 16 to 64 in the employed civilian labor force. Um, It's less of a correlation for over 65. It's about 0.6. That makes sense because the disability rate of the civilian labor force is much lower. So... What we're seeing is basically, since the release of the vaccines, a huge um, uh, increase in the disabilities, the disability rates of particularly the employed of the country, and the the numbers just keep getting worse and worse. So uh, we'll be dropping this this stuff soon, probably today or tomorrow on our website uh, so people can read it and analyze it. Could there it. be any They're other
4: all- that's a pretty that's a pretty harsh when you say poisoned the working uh, uh, the working population, that's a pretty tough charge. Could there be anything else in your mind that could cause this correlation, sir?
5: Sure. So obviously, uh, cor- uh, correlation is not causation. But in the absence of any other expl- explanation, at, b- at a base minimum, there's a health crisis in this country. Something's going on that's causing the employed of our country to experience disabilities at a, at a much higher rate than the rest of the general population. So until someone ex- can explain to me that there's a new virus that only goes out to the employed, that work in corporations with mandates, or mid-sized companies with mandates, I'd, I'd love to hear that, and I'll uh, definitely take that under consideration. But in my humble opinion, and I told Senator Ron Johnson this uh, privately, this is a national security concern, bottom line. Ed, Ed, Ed
0: out with uh, Steve Bannon on uh, Steve Bannon's War Room program. And Ed Dowd is the one who pointed out that we saw a spike of unexpected deaths, you know, people dying suddenly in the millennial age group at 140% where it peaked. And it settled down. Don't worry. It's it's only operating now at about 23% unexpected deaths, people dying suddenly who shouldn't be dying in these age groups. So, in fact, none of this is simple cherry picking. It is taking examples happening live time in society and comparing back to what Tony Fauci said way, way back in history. So far back in history that no one in the Mockingbird media can remember what Tony Fauci said on May 12th, 2020, testifying in front of the United States Senate. You get
1: an enhancement effect. Namely, there have been a number of vaccines, two in particular, dengue and respiratory syncytial virus. When the vaccine induces a suboptimal response, and when a person gets exposed, they actually have an enhanced pathogenesis of the disease, which is always worrisome. So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen.
0: And yet it appears to be happening. And this train wreck that's coming, if this is to be believed with these two papers, here's the description as I understand it. And again, this is really vital that you get the substack for this. As I understand this, when IG4, this, this antibody, takes over the process of interacting with these viruses, it happens from the injections. When people naturally get an upper respiratory virus, there is a certain way that our antibodies interact, and that's trackable. It's, this, isn't, this isn't guessing. It's not modeling. This is monitoring of people's blood. And you see that the, that the antibodies have this spread. Each of them have sort of a unique task. But with the fake spike protein, the cytotoxin that your genes are hijacked into producing every single time you're shot up with this trash, the IG4 receptor is the one that is getting keyed up and it's IG4 that is being produced in the body. So here's how this plays out. If your body continues to react really violently to, let's say, a pollen, and you get really sick, you get a fever, your, your, your immune system overreacts, that's an allergy. When your immune system is overreacting to something that is not going to kill it, it's actually the immune system that causes you problems. And so if you go to an allergist, an allergist will look at an array of things that can be causing these allergies, and they'll test these things. They they poke into your skin, and they test like 150 things. And if they find the element that's causing the problem, they'll say, okay, here's what we got to do, is we need to get your body to produce this IG4. Why? Because that trains your body. This stuff isn't going to kill you. Do not overreact. You can in fact ignore, you could ignore bee pollen. It's no threat to the body. You can ignore bee pollen. When you get bee venom, you, you don't need to overreact with the the the, the 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 bee pollen. And they'd make these attempts to get the immune system to properly respond, which is not overresponding. What's happening apparently, according to these two papers with the COVID shots is exactly what Anthony Fauci said he feared. That the IG4 response is getting keyed up from what it should be, a very small percentage in the body, say something like 6%. And it's getting keyed up into the 66% ratio. And what's happening is every time you get injected, it gets worse. Every time you get the mRNA injection, more IG4 is being produced. Why does this matter? Because your body will treat respiratory viruses as non-threatening. You become an asymptomatic superspreader. Asymptomatic in this case, normally when you're asymptomatic, it's because this stuff is not able to sicken you. Because your body's immune system attacks it properly. It doesn't need white blood cells. Therefore, you don't get a fever. When your body does that, it creates a memory. Your body can say, okay, we remember that stuff. Here's how to fight it. And that goes to T-cell immunity and crossover immunity. And your body gains the skill. It practices fighting it. Not so with the artificial increase in ig4 your body is practicing ignoring it but that doesn't mean it's the same as an allergy bee pollen when it gets into your body doesn't replicate viral matter does it grows it can create critical mass and then it can spread to others. And every time it successfully spreads, it gets stronger. And these two papers indicate that this is exactly what is happening. If you combine that with some of the studies that have been done to show that the, I, that the, that the spike protein being produced by our body interrupts the a portion of our body that is to fight cancer. See, our body gets keyed up. It says, hey, these cells, these cells shouldn't be being built. These cells don't belong here. They're replicating too quickly. Shut that down. Shut that down. There's a part of our body that does that. There's studies that indicate that the injections also attack that portion of the body so that the body doesn't stop it. And do you see why I use the phrase immunological derangement? We don't often talk about the immune system fighting cancer because it's not the same system, but it's the same body. It's the same intelligence that God gave the body. And that intelligence is being messed with. So when you look at this, there is a couple of key questions like, are any vaccines safe? And what about the normal vaccine schedule? What about that? There is a reason for you to reassess, and I'm saying this is an emergency. If you have young children, you are pregnant, I am begging you to listen to the next segment here because there's a reason for you to reassess any and all vaccines. And it's not just because what we learned in the last past month or so about the lack of safety protocols and that, and that has been a junk industry for years. No, there's something else coming down the road in terms of vaccines that you may want to get out of the way of. In fact, I would suggest you get out of the way of and we'll get to that. So Bonefrog Coffee just had an unbelievably stellar year. And again, I just want to join Tim Cruikshank, the founder and CEO of Bonefrog Coffee, in thanking you for that. You were a fantastic part of that. And in this year, it is is time to celebrate and to do this. If you've tried the coffee and you love the coffee, how about you lock and load? What about getting in with Bonefrog Coffee for the long haul? What about joining up as a subscriber? Okay, when you do that, you're never out of coffee. They deliver it. If it's a missing delivery, man, they, they'll turn that around. And if you want to try the new coffees, you can do that as well. There is Zenfrog is now decaf made with the Swiss water process, meaning not the harsh chemicals they use to make other decaf. The Swiss water process is a natural process. That's at bonefrog.us. You save 5% on the subscription. There's also Door Kicker. Now, this package is a little bit smaller so that we don't all freak out and start hitting our heads through walls. The door kicker has the highest amount of caffeine that any of the Bonefrog coffees do. It's bonefrog.us. There's a special packaging celebrating the Navy Seal Museum. I got that. I kept that bag, by the way. It's bonefrog.us, bonefrog.us. And if you heard us on Clay and Buck show, and thank you, Clay Travis. Thank you, Buck Sexton, for allowing, allowing me to do that. And you're new to this. Bonefrog is founded by a 25-year Navy veteran and a Navy SEAL. And you're probably thinking in the back of your mind, yeah, there was that other veteran-owned coffee company that said they were about the Second Amendment, and then they ran away from Kyle Rittenhouse. I asked Tim Cruikshank flat out on this program, Tim, if Walmart came along and said, hey, we're going to make you a multimillionaire. We're going to stock Bonefrog Coffee, but it can no longer say God, country, team on it. What do you do? And Tim said, that is non-negotiable. God, country, and team will remain on the bags of Bonefrog Coffee. Go to bonefrog.us. It's devel- It's available in K-cup, espresso, uh, whole bean, drip. Oh, my wife got me a percolator. I'm going to bring that into the studio and do a Bonefrog uh, announcement while I percolate some coffee. Little little uh, subliminal advertising there. Bonefrog.us. So did I mention that there is a reason that if you are a parent or you are recently pregnant, that you might want to steer clear of uh, the, the, the coming vaccine schedule? Want to know why? Biotech, anal- Biotech analyst Karen Kingston has a reason why.
3: And any parent that is listening right now, this is a 911 call. Um, I know as a parent myself, I normally would take my son in over the holiday break for his uh, routine wellness checks, and he would become vaccinated. He would get his routine vaccines. Uh, As Emerald just explained to you, what the American people were not informed of was that on August 24th of 2020, Secretary Azar made a declaration saying that all childhood vaccines, all vaccines in general, but specifically he talked about the childhood vaccines, now, medical countermeasures, which, as you said, means that they are they're essentially their military countermeasures. That means that uh, we don't know what's in them. Uh, and what you'll see from the CDC's own database was that in 2020 to 2021, childhood vaccination rates went down about 15 percent. But between 2020 and 2021, as you said, they skyrocketed. It's up four times, serious injuries and deaths. So um, what Secretary Azar did was allow uh, the manufacturers to skip good manufacturing practices and have no liability. Uh, and they are dead set on getting mRNA technology into every every arm of every human being, of every American citizen, uh, senior adult and child. So more than likely, there is mRNA technology in these injections. And that is not something that you want to inject in your child. These are they are not vaccines. Um, if they are going to be categorized as a, a technology, it would be a gene editing technology.
0: That's the warning. And thank you to Emerald Robinson and her program, the absolute truth with Emerald Robinson. There is a link to Emerald's program there that you can hear the whole interview. It's eight and a half minutes long and it is stellar. And they are obsessed with the mRNA injection in every single arm. You can witness that yourself And that they are still insisting that people get injected. They're, they're going back into pressure modes and selling modes and conning modes and scaring modes. None of it is healthcare related. None of it is delivering health outcomes. And again, I'll remind everybody that it ties back into the absolute capture of our big pharma medical system there are other aspects to this that people need to understand i beg people to understand such as this it happens that the people who made this junk had some warnings about people having intercourse after they get injected and this is we've talked about this in the program the decrease in babies being born and stillbirths and miscarriages Dr. Naomi Wolf, as you know, has been all over this. She was with the Man in America program talking about what she has learned in regard to what Pfizer warns. For
6: example, Pfizer warns the men engaging in the study, vaccinated men, not to have intercourse with childbearing age women, and if they do, to use two reliable methods of contraception. And they define exposure to the vaccine as uh, sexual intercourse, as well as uh, breathing and skin contact, but sexual intercourse, especially at the moment of conception. So they knew that there was risk to fetuses and to babies and to embryos, you know, through this methodology, through this intervention, they knew it. And there are also really creepy focuses in the Pfizer documents on, um, you know, on reproduction, on mammalian reproduction, for example, they uh, they sacrificed male and female vaccinated rats and studied their reproductive tissue. You know, so this is like not an oh my god, we had no idea. This is like it's almost as if this injection was designed to do that. And and now let me tell you other things that emerged from our studies. Um, lipid nanoparticles are designed to go through every membrane in the human body. And pregnant women were told over and over by the paid spokespeople, your baby can't be affected by the uh, mRNA injection, it doesn't cross the placenta. Well, people known for 10 years that lipid nanoparticles will cross every membrane, including the placenta. It cross the blood-brain barrier. You know, this is why we're seeing damage to the testes of little boys and baby boys in utero. Now, you will
0: recall, if you listen to this radio show, when these injections came out, I started to tell people. You're not even supposed to have non-sexual intimate contact with others if you do not want the injection to spread. See, none of this has been about health care. None of it is delivering life-saving. None of it is delivering health, and yet they keep pushing some reasons why. And then back to character, because character flows from the top. You show me people, I'll show you policy, because in government, people are policy. The AP discovered this on December 20th of last year, just last week, or a week and a half ago, headline, police seize on COVID-19 tech to expand global surveillance. You don't say. That was a conspiracy theory. I was told in radio, you cannot say. You cannot say things are never going back to normal. I was told that's a conspiracy theory. You cannot say that. Here it is. And it was a conspiracy theory that there were going to be injection passports, etc. That I say that people are policy. Let's tie this all together. There is a kill-off going on. It's evident in the all-cause mortality. There is a limit on people giving, being able to reproduce. That's evident in every single mass injection country. And there's multiple mechanisms for that. People are being killed by the injections through the clots. They're being killed by other means because of the clots and causing derangement of the body's systems, cancer fighting, etc. And little girls are dying from heart attacks and little girls don't die from heart attacks. That's all happening. None of it is delivering healthcare, but it is delivering depopulation and it is delivering control for the state. And enter Mr. Rachel Levin. I will not call this gentleman, uh, it's not a gentleman, I will not call this man a doctor because he's given that up, because he violates the Hippocratic Oath with nearly every word that comes out of his mouth. He's second in charge of HHS, as you know, he pretends to be a woman. And he recently said that he was really, really glad that he didn't get uh, chemically and surgically mutilated to appear to be a woman, which he doesn't. N- there's nothing, nothing feminine about uh, Levin. That he's really glad he waited until he was uh, he was ba- past uh, until his children were born. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to have his children. And this same sick man wants to do this to kids before they get the opportunity to grow up. Keep that in mind as you hear this. This is an admission. This could be easily used in court. He's admitting something. And then did I say courts?
4: One of the specific subcommittees and priorities of this council is um, is uh, child and adolescent mental health. And so we're going to be looking at that from from many different perspectives. You know, COVID-19 has been such a challenge for young people. And you can think of it as almost, you know, uh, being a generational trauma. Uh, for, for young people with the challenges that they have faced. And so we're going to be looking um, and working with, uh, with experts um, across the country and across HHS on how we, how we collect data about that issue and then how we intervene and help young people struggling with their mental health okay, Number
0: one, that is a man who says you're insane if you don't want your little kid chopped up and shot up with wrong sex hormones and you don't want their genitals mutilated. Because it's perfectly healthy to believe an apple is a grapefruit. It's perfectly healthy to to believe that if you are six foot two inches tall and a male who weighs 350 pounds, that you can believe your way into being a 14-year-old girl. That's his idea of mental health. It's also an admission. It wasn't COVID that caused this mental health collapse amongst kids. It was the lockdowns. That was not medical. That did not save lives. That did not deliver a healthcare result. And did I mention court of law? Thomas Renz is a United States attorney who is licensed to practice in Europe. He's in Germany, and I think he's licensed in other countries. I know he's licensed in Germany. He is the guy who is performing a lawsuit that is absolutely banned from discussion in the United States media. He's winning. His contention is, this is his contention, there never was a COVID flu. It's his contention and his group's contention that this was all a SIA. It's his group's contention that you are talking about killing people on a scale similar to Nazi Germany. That's his contention. And every time we're told this trial is going to get shut down, every time we're told, oh, this can't possibly continue, it continues. They continue to gain ground in court, but you would never know that in the United States because they will not allow Thomas Renz on TV. You get these occasional clips of him on social media, and when you get independent journalists talking to him or people that go to his events where he's speaking, or you could just go to the Ron Johnson. Senator Johnson had hearings. Thomas Wrens was at that, but nope, the media that is controlled we talked about that last hour i contend the media is not allowed to talk about this
2: we the people are dying in massive numbers 6.5 million 6.5 million globally that's criminal charges did anthony fauci lie about gain of function uh, gain of function work absolutely in my opinion he did and how about criminal charges, we're going to gonna go after Bannon for contempt because he didn't bother to show up to a farce hearing, but we're going to let Fauci lie to Congress about something that is consequential enough to result in six million deaths? Can anyone explain this to me? We the people of the United States should be outraged. Instead of hey, pitting a war against people who are Christians, people who believe in the United States, people who want our country to succeed maybe we should look at the people who are responsible for the one of the greatest pandemics in human history and who have that's result, resulted in millions of deaths worldwide i pray that every country in the world every country se- send it to the u.s ask us when are we going to investigate the crooks the u.s government didn't do this but there were people in the u.s government who did there are criminals involved who I believe were responsible for this, who were negligent in their work. They did it. The Chinese Communist Party was involved in this. Anthony Fauci appears to be involved in this. Peter Daszak appears to be involved in this. Let's hold them accountable. It's time for criminal charges, criminal investigations. Jail, this, here we go. Is this the same uh, Peter?
0: This makes the United States media. A lawsuit proceeding in Germany based upon those contentions. And he is getting access. He's going to be able to depose the pharma bosses. Although they're going to do everything they can to fight that. Including stepping down as chairman. John chapter 8 verse 32. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Revelation. Chapter 21, verse 8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. The cowardly. Hmm. I am not hearing or witnessing the simple act of bravery in the Mockingbird media of saying, why is there a great kill-off? Because it's here. But know this, God is a God who sees. And 30 years from now, if I'm here, which I fully doubt, fully doubt, fully and completely doubt, I hope you're here to see the promise come true. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We are free, courtesy of God. He's allowed us to see these things. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and let's remember to praise God and to thank God for keeping us in truth.